What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what's up? What's up, Shamari? It's been, uh, it's been, we've been on quite the hiatus here with, mm-hmm. uh, the Imperial Broadcast, but we are back. Um, a lot has happened in the Star Wars universe since we've last had our, uh, since we've had our last show, but, uh, we'll try our best to hit all the major, major stuff that's happened. Um, obviously we've had news in really all fronts. We talk about, um, you know, movies, uh, you know, we got a little bit of Rose Squadron stuff, um, but, you know, movies in the Star Wars universe have been sort of shelved in general. Uh, but uh, in the TV world, we had uh, Andor, which we, we I believe we talked a little bit about while it was happening. Uh, that has since passed. We'll give you our quick thoughts on Andor later in the show. Um, we also have some news in the TV world uh, regarding um, shows like The Bad Batch, uh, which is debuting. uh in the next week, uh, we, we, we've got uh, Ahsoka, uh, the Ahsoka series, which we actually got a somewhat of a first look at Ahsoka uh, in this little Disney Plus, uh, you know, sizzle reel uh, that released this week. Um, it was just a shout out for Zario Dawson, so it very well could have been from <laughs> Mandalorian <laughs> or something like that, but they, they, they just picked with the Ahsoka uh, logo under it. Uh, they also gave a very, very brief look at Skeleton Crew, which uh, with Jude Law didn't know that that a lot of people weren't sure if that was ever even coming out. So at least Disney confirmed that that was an actual thing um, that will be happening. But yeah, uh, and then we've we've got some major, major video game news in the Star Wars universe with uh, the unveiling and rollout in the in recent weeks of uh, the Fallen Order sequel, Jedi Survivor. Um, so, uh, yeah, a lot to get to on this show, Shamari. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. again, it's been, it's been an interesting couple weeks, interesting couple months in the Star Wars universe for sure. Yes. Yes, it has. Um, yeah, it's definitely been interesting and, and, you know, I think Andor has kind of, kind of been the big kind of thing that for Star Wars fans particularly has been a lot there's been a lot of buzz surrounding it and roughly so we'll get to that um towards the end of the show um but let's start off with what the with the last thing you mentioned so star wars jedi survivor um had his gameplay trailer debut at the game awards uh which shout out to jeff Keeley. um and kind of i know you're not a Keeley guy but but you know he put on a show <laughs> but he put on a show this year it was a good one uh yeah it was a good one and particularly for Star Wars fans, when it comes to Jedi Survivor, that was, uh, boy, that that game, I have to say, that game looks fantastic. And that's particularly true considering how good Fallen Order was. And, um, I mean, and this is going to be on next, on, on, I guess now the new current gen. Uh, consoles with the Xbox One X Series S in, or Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S and the PlayStation 5. Um, and man, I just, I can't wait to get my hands on that. Because um, I remember even when I was playing Fallen Order and 
there are either glitchy parts or parts where I'm just like, boy, this frame rate is dropping quite a bit. I, it didn't even, I didn't even care. I honestly didn't even care. The gameplay was so good. <laughs> the story was so good. And it was just, it was just great. It was just a great experience. And it was just, it was a good game in general, but just the added thing of being a Star Wars fan and experiencing this, I was just like, this is great. This is just a great thing. And now we're getting a sequel to this with Cameron Monaghan, who's a great actor and who did a fantastic job in Fallen Order. Coming back in Jedi Survivor. And like, and the game looks incredible. The game looks incredible. It looks great. They have even more moves, even more like enemies and mysteries. And who is the guy in this tank? Who is this guy? According to, to uh, Cameron's interview, it seems like he may be the antagonist, which is very interesting. Um, it's just really interesting. This is just so, so interesting. All of this is extremely interesting. I'm also wondering who that, um, that Uda Powen guy, uh, or Powen, I guess, or what, you know, whatever the race is called in their teaser is, cause he was like the whole voice in the teaser. I'm like, who is this? Who is this guy? So it's like, there's so much that we just, we still just don't know at all about this game, but it looks so good. Um, and we're going to get, like, mounts and, like, more animals and uh, more moves, force moves. And we're getting the tri, the, we're getting the saber with the, like, got with the uh, cross guard. Yes, the Kylo Ren. We have the Kylo Ren lightsaber. Um, there seemed to have been maybe a guy wearing some High Republic garb. I don't know if that was High Republic garb or not. I don't know if he was a Jedi or not. I don't know what the thing was, but... That's a thing another people are talking about. Another thing people are talking about. It's just very interesting. Um, but that was a definitely a big highlight um, of the Game Awards and for Star Wars fans recently. But kind of, what were your thoughts on the Survivor Jedi Survivor trailer and then just all the kind of news and buzz surrounding that? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, for me, you know, obviously it's a stark. It was stark to see, uh, you know, how they aged up. Uh, the Kyle Kestis character, um, you know, because you know Cameron Monaghan is a is an actor that he kind of has a young face until you put a beard on him and you're like, all right, yeah, now he's an adult. So <laughs> it was it was it, you know very stark how they changed that up, um, but but yeah, no, uh, you know, again, clearly a more grizzled, more vet- veteran Kyle Kestis, and this is a an archetype for a character that we've seen different versions of in terms of we've seen different iterations of the Padawan that didn't finish their yes, training yes. <laughs> at, you know post order 66 whether it be the Ahsoka character yeah, Kanan. or the Kanan Jarrus character Caleb Doom. Yeah, yeah Caleb Doom and you know even to a degree an Ezra Bridger type you yeah, know like Ezra we Bridger. you know so uh, he fits <laughs> exactly Barris <laughs> <you know. laughs> Oh, we haven't seen we haven't seen Barisofi yet. Uh, they <laughs> may get her in, you know, Mandalorian or something like that. But yeah, fan, um, fan theory. Yeah. So yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see what is going to make this iteration of that character different uh, this time around. Um, but that's what makes these games, and that's what makes Star Wars so interesting. Is that like 
from a game perspective, yes, this is going to be very fun. This is going to be very interesting. I mean, you look at, uh, you know, it, you know, I mean, the from a game perspective, like it, it, it's not going to be you know God of War or anything probably, but it, you know, this is a game that's supposed to compete uh, and be one of the better games of twenty twenty three. You would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but what makes Star Wars so unique is that this is also then going to tie in from a story perspective. It, you know, it's going to live in the same universe as everything else that we're getting in the Star Wars universe. I mean, it's uh, this isn't going to be the Force Unleashed where, you know, it's just, yep. you know, just some random uh, legends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's some, some random offshoot story where like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How does connect anything? Right. Um, you know, this is all going to tie in. So I'm fascinated to see how it does tie in and if there are themes and and concepts that are introduced uh, that are expanded upon in other mediums coming out of this. Yes, very, very fascinating, very exciting. So, Kenna, we, we know... So we know it is expanding in the sense that we are getting, first, a tie-in book um, for Jedi Survivor. Um it is going to come out before the game, um, which I think is in like March. Um, but but, is, but the book is coming out before the game comes out. That book will be finished by me very quickly. <laughs> will not be wasting any time getting through that book. Um, but but we know that is that that is happening. I think it is it is. Definitely time for them to consider to to quite frankly just be making plans to include this Cal Kestis character in something live action. Um, and I'm hardly the first person to ever suggest this or say that they would want this or say that this is a good idea. But I'm just adding my voice to the to the hundreds or probably thousands of people um, who are saying this. That this that this should be the case because you have the actor he's in his prime he is a great actor um, has done TV work before not 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 someone that's new to that kind of work that's that's you could make the case is bread and butter and and it is a beloved character at this point I you could definitely make the case this is a beloved character and you could also make the case this is in I think Cal Kestis may be in people's like top fives in terms of their favorite Jedi. Um, probably is, almost certainly is. Um, and that's just based off of one game. And after Jedi Survivor, you know, if, if what if what Cameron Monaghan said is to believe, if if he's really saying this game is really one, you know, going to blow our socks off, which I just based on the last one, I would anticipate that it would. That's that those numbers are even going to go go up. The amount of people that would be saying things like this. That that Calcas is one of their favorite Jedi. So it really is getting to that level. It's not at an Ahsoka level because Ahsoka has just been around for so long and it's just been embedded in the fan base for so long. But but it is. Um, I think he's I, I think Cal maybe at maybe already be at the Ezra Bridger level in terms of people like wanting to see this character in live action. Um. Maybe even higher, just because the actor is is an actor. We have a face. You don't have to just cast somebody and hope it works out. We have the the person is the character is this actor. <laughs> so you just put him in a show and it just works perfectly. 
And he's a good actor. It's not even like he's some, oh, well, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he was in this one thing, but it was okay. It's like, no, this is a good actor. He can definitely play this character. So I think it's long past time. Uh, Kendall, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think Monaghan's a good actor. Uh, you know, I mean, he was excellent, obviously, in Gotham. Uh, it, it, I mean, he feels like, it feels simple um mm-hmm. but at the same time so did Iden Versio Iden Versio seemed like one that was gonna happen at some point that's true yeah with, with Janina Gavankar and that has yet to to uh to happen so um I you know I mean I feel like given all the stories that they're telling in this era you you would feel like there would be some way that they could uh, introduce a Cal Kestis character, um, even if it's animated. Like it doesn't even also have to be live action. I mean, if he if you put him in something animated, that'll still uh, certainly get people um, buzzing. But I think yeah. uh, the live action format, like you said, with an actor like Monahan, makes it uh, makes it an easy an easy sell. And the game is so popular that, um, especially after the second one, I, w- I would assume that if you put him in, you know, a Mandalorian type show, uh, that he, people would recognize him. It wouldn't be like, 100%. oh, who's this guy? You know, I mean, people would recognize him more than they recognize Cat Bane. Oh know? no, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's just it's, it maybe it may not be fair, but and he's a recognizable actor. Exactly. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this is, and I mean, we always, we joke about it, but I mean, th- things tend to be better when we get more Jedi and we get more lightsabers. So, um, yes, I don't, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to look at his inclusion and, and, and roll, roll their eyes or anything. I think people, I think it'd be a welcome addition to any project that you threw his character in. Ezra Bridger seems to be the one. Whatever, if there are rumors about them making an Ezra Bridger show, uh, I mean, I don't know. You know, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's about. You know, but if they are making an Ezra Bridger show, I mean, maybe that is where you introduce Kyle Kestis or reintroduce Kyle Kestis or I don't know. There's so many. Again, there's so many places you could do it, but. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of room for opportunity with that character. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the Ezra, the Ezra Bridger, I didn't, that's a whole like other separate thing. I, I don't know what that show is going to be about. If that, if that is a show, we, I have to see Ezra and Ahsoka, I guess, because we don't know what happened with his character. We don't know where his character, like, we don't know anything. So, I mean, I guess that's up to Filoni to just write. I always thought the Ezra Bridger show was Rebel. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, basically. Um, but, I mean, this, I guess, is just some Rebel sequel. That would, but, I, but, again, I was kind of thinking Ahsoka is kind of the Rebel sequel. Right. So, I don't know what the Ezra Bridger show is. So, I don't know. Um, the Rebels getting a lot of love in live action, apparently. Or, allegedly, if, if any of these reports are to be believed. Um, but, yeah, very exciting. Very excited for Jedi Survivor. Very excited for it to see more of the Cal Kestis character. I will be talking about that game when it comes out, of course. I'll be talking about the book before the game and kind of talking about that. But definitely the game when that comes out. And um, 
So we'll see how that goes. Um, now, I also wanted to talk about Ahsoka. So I am sure uh, those of you that are listening that are that are Star Wars fans have probably heard the news and rumors <laughs> uh, quite freely because these are, are not confirmed and I want to make that very clear as well. Um, but I've heard the rumors regarding uh, the Ahsoka, um, the Ahsoka TV TV show, uh, or I guess streaming show that is coming out. Um, they've really kind of been, um, you know, they've really kind of just just been jumping out at us, and they've been getting quite frankly more and more massive uh, in terms of what exactly we're getting. So the biggest thing. Um, that has come out, um, and I believe, and Kenny, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe this is coming from making Star Wars. I believe even yes, um, is that Ahsoka? That we're gonna get. Um, honestly, there's so, there's a lot of different things, and I also want to just put a kind of a, before I even get into this, kind of a, a maybe potential spoiler, potential very emphasis on potential. None of this is confirmed. But if this is true, this is like very, very big stuff. So if you're if you if if you are wanting to come in with a clean slate, like totally clean, like you don't know what's going on, you don't know anything about Ahsoka, you just want to you know just sit back and enjoy and just take it in and don't want to know no speculation, no nothing. You may want to skip ahead a good fifteen thirty minutes to be completely honest with you, because there's a lot of stuff. This is like the big stuff. That is <laughs> that is being rumored to be in the show. So I'm just going to put that spoiler warning out there uh, for everybody listening. So the word right now, so with me having mentioned that wording, the word right now is there's several things. There's one is that we're going to be um, seeing different versions of Ahsoka. We're going to be getting going back into the world between worlds. So if you don't know what the world between worlds is, that was introduced in Star Wars Rebels. It is like a, almost like a, a, like a dimensional time warping highway. It's it's not super clear, but you can go if you go into this like space, you can go to different parts of time. And Palpatine apparently had been either searching for this, he'd been looking for this, and of course he's you know power power hungry and all that, so he wants control of this space and all that kind of stuff. Um, will allow him to travel through time and. Um, you know, people feel however they feel about time travel in, in stories and stuff like that. But, um, but this was going to be a part of this show. We were going to get different versions of Ahsoka, younger versions of Ahsoka that may not be portrayed by Rosario Dawson. Um, we would, and we would get a version of Ahsoka. And this is kind of the bigger, the bigger kicker here that would be fighting Anakin on Mustafar. Um, so instead of Obi-Wan fighting Anakin on Mustafar, we get Ahsoka fighting Anakin on Mustafar. And and I mean this is just and that that's kind of the that for me that's kind of the big thing that and, and I know a lot of people have been talking about that. Um, I would just like to say that would be completely 
that would just I would just be I would just be in such complete awe of what it is that I'm watching. If I were to like be I was just like, am I really watching this? Is this really, really like is this really happening right now? And I mean, I don't know. If if that's if that's what we're seeing, man, they're swinging for the fences with this Ahsoka show. Um and just going back to the world between worlds, to be completely honest, is very if they were to do that, that's very this this whole this whole rumor of everything that's happening with the show is very risky, to be completely honest, because we're introducing time travel and introducing even when I saw the world between worlds in animation. Even seeing it in animation, I'm like, boy, this is really wonky. What is this? I didn't hate it, but I was like, man, this is a really like, boy, they're just going all they're going through time, and I'm just like, what is happening? Um, it was kind of almost like um, that arc in the Clone Wars, and I don't know if you saw this, but the thing with the with the father and the and the son and the yes in in the uh, all, it's kind of like a, like all the the, the Mortis gods. You know, all the characters on Mortis. It's kind of like that. Where it's like, wow, this is like really out there. You know, like, whoa. Like, this was like also like that. But it was just like time traveling. It's like, oh boy, all right, yeah, we're really, now we're really getting way out there. So if they introduce that in live action, it's like, oh wow. So how are they going to do this? And have it like be good, <laughs> you know, and not pe- have people be like, what? You know, like, what? So I don't know. Um, this is really ambitious if this is true. Um, but the payoffs for some of these scenes that they're describing are massive. Um, so that's kind of my takeaway from this, but Kenna, what, what is your takeaway from some of the things that we're seeing from these Ahsoka rumors? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think that, I mean, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head that, yes, this is very ambitious. Uh, it definitely sounds like something from the mind of Dave Filoni uh, in terms of a, uh, an Ahsoka. I mean, it's Ahsoka through and through. It's, you know, um, it's a what if sort of seems like sounds like almost like a what if uh Ahsoka special where I think we and it's one of the bigger questions I think people have had around the Ahsoka characters um, what would have happened with Anakin had Ahsoka not left and it yes. almost feels like this is going to answer that question and it it almost feels like it's going to answer the question that in a way in which it's going to be like nothing would have changed it all would have happened the same way uh, it would have happened differently but he still would have turned to the dark side which is going to be uh very gripping to see but um but no yeah this is uh i mean look i think the clone wars flashbacks that was always the thing when we talked about mm-hmm. hayden christensen being in this show yes uh he has no purpose in this show unless we're getting clone wars flashbacks uh i do you know i think i do i do think we will be getting that um mm-hmm. yeah that was one that. of the things mentioned as well that we would be getting Hayden Christensen in the Clone Wars Anakin armor. Yes, and and you know that I mean there's there's already names out there about who could potentially be playing a younger uh, an actress playing a younger uh, Ahsoka. Um, so I think that that's definitely uh, something that has potential. But um, but I think uh, when you talk about uh, not only 
uh, seeing him in the Clone Wars, but now, but then also saying we're going to get him as Darth Vader, which I don't remember exactly. I, I don't, you know, with Obi-Wan, like they said, you know, Hayden Christian's playing Darth Vader. I mean, they haven't even confirmed technically that Hayden Christensen's in this, but I think, but it hasn't been like stated outwardly that he is playing Darth Vader. So mm-hmm. that would be, that would definitely be news to, to to get the Vader version of Hayden Christensen from Mustafar from from Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I just you know, again, I think this is this is all fascinating. You're right that it's definitely a little wacky, a little out there. But again, Dave Filoni does not strike me as someone that is afraid to tell a story that's out there, even if it means you're going to lose some casuals. Uh, some quote-unquote casuals in the process. Uh, I think he's, particularly when it comes to the Ahsoka character, he's invested in doing stuff he he hasn't been able to do yet. And uh, he's done almost everything with this character. Now it's, you know, exploring the last bit of tissue that's out, that's, that's, that's left out there. There was also talk about um, what if, like, she had killed Thrawn. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, and what would that have done with Ezra? And like, I mean, again, a lot of a lot of stuff out there uh, involving involving that. Um, there's also Bespin Bulletin uh, ran an exclusive that uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead will be playing uh, Hera in in Ahsoka uh, and. We don't know what's conf- what's confirmed and what's what's true and what's not, but mm. um, uh, but but you know that uh, obviously she she was huntress in uh, Birds of Prey most recently, yes. but um, you know this is a uh, a char- I mean Hera, you know, is a character that um, we saw her in what was it, Bad Batch. If I'm not mistaken, I don't, I don't even remember at this point. Um, was that Bad Batch where we got the kid Hera? Yes, yes, or, I believe I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we we got we we got Hera and Bad Batch, but but yeah, no, this this show is shaping up to be a uh, a rebel sequel, nonetheless. With with yep. <laughs> Harris do a. Ezra Bridger, Thrawn, uh, <laughs> and and whatchamacallit. We already know Chopper is supposed to be in it. And then we got the other guy, uh, the other girl, um, I forget her name Sabine. now. Sabine. Yeah, Sabine, <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's, 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 you know, the whole ghost crew, the only guy is uh, Zeb. Zeb. <laughs> you know, I'm assuming Zeb's good. I mean, you don't have to cast anybody. Zeb, Zeb's an alien. So, he's the one person that's missing in this equation. I feel like Zeb might make a surprise appearance. They just they just empty those deep Disney pockets and just have Zeb in for like a scene. And just have Steve Bloom like voice over whoever whoever the actor is. Um I don't know. I just I just think it's possible. That may be like a Cad Bane in in a Book of Boba Fett moment. Or right. Like, whoa. Um, but yeah, this, this, yeah, this, there's just a lot, there's a lot going on. Um, 
with this Ahsoka show. Don't know if all of it is true. Don't know if any of it is true. Um, but there's just a lot. So this is a lot. This is a very ambitious project. And we're going to see. We're going to see if it pays off. Um, and is that this year, Kennel? Ahsoka, is this, this coming year, 2023? Uh, I believe it's going to come out in 24. 24, okay. Um, but... Uh, or maybe late 2023. Okay. Uh, but because we still have, we still have the Mandalorian coming out. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be coming out in 2023. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not too sold. But <laughs> okay, we'll see. If if it is, it'll probably be the fall at, at the earliest. I agree with that. I, I feel like we'll find out for sure at Celebration. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll get a release date, trailer, all that. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but yeah, we shall see. Um, now, I also wanted to talk about the Bad Batch. We had, we had briefly mentioned the Bad Batch um, uh, just now. With Hera showing up, we had quite a few surprises in the Bad Batch. Of course, in Season 1, Caleb Doom showing up. Um, uh, um uh, what's the guy's name? What's the name? Crosshair? Is that his name? The traitor? Yes. Yeah, Crosshair uh, kind of being turncoat, which actually didn't surprise a whole lot of people because he sounded evil uh, from the <laughs> from the get-go. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, okay, the Bad Batch Season 1 uh, came out. Um, I thought it was pretty good. And we got the Season 2 trailer. So you see a lot of things. Omega is growing up, getting bigger, um, using that arrow more. Very interesting. Um, we're getting more Palpatine. We are getting more. We're getting Commander Cody. We're getting more Commander Cody. Talking about how there's more clones that kind of don't want to follow follow whatever the Empire is doing. Um, more action, more stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it's looking like we're getting a lot of different things. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I mean, yeah, I think I, what animated Bale Organa. Yeah, we got Bale, animated Bale, making another appearance. Um, always happy to see him. So yeah, it, I mean, I thought I thought the trailer looked pretty good. Um, I am very much looking forward to the Bad Batch season two. I feel like I enjoyed the Clone Wars arc more than most people. I thought it was good. I, I thought the I thought the Bad Batch arc was very good. I was happy when they got a show. I thought the show was good. I saw Sid was in the trailer too. I'm not too. I, look, the Sid stuff is just very much <laughs> Visago from Rebels, and Hondo, Hondo in Rebels. Like it's just a lot of that's just just these weird filler. Oh, send this shipment to this guy over in this planet, and then they encounter some kind of creature or something. Uh, it's like, oh, we encountered a Wampa, and that's the whole episode. Is they encountered a Wampa. Yeah, it's like, all right, we get more episodes like that. So, Sid Sid seems to primarily play that role in this show. So, seeing her back in the show wasn't exactly the most exciting thing, but you know, it is what it is. And um, but yeah, the show looks the show looks. I mean, it looks decent. You know, it looks like it's starting to grow, and we 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 definitely saw that leap between. This is a new animated project. We saw that leap between Rebels season one and then season two. 
And I think we also saw that leap in Clone Wars Season 1 and then Season 2. So, I mean, we were hoping that Bad Batch, we see that leap similar to that again with Bad Batch Season 1 and then Season 2. And I thought even Bad Batch Season 1 was even more, quite frankly, mature than those other shows. Even though Omega is a kid in the show, everyone else in the show is kind of going through some dark stuff. <laughs> um, so, with the exception of maybe Wrecker. Wrecker is also kind of, he's kind of a comic relief a little bit. But everybody else, you know, they're kind of going through it in this show. So, it is, uh, yeah, it's definitely a pretty um, pretty interesting show. But, but I'm looking forward to Bad Batch Season 2. It's coming out very, very soon. We're getting a two-episode premiere on January 4th. Um, so that is approaching very fast, right around the corner, basically. Um, so we will be talking about the Bad Batch when that comes out. Uh, so you guys have that to look forward to um, as well. But Kenneth, what were your thoughts on the Bad Batch trailer um, and everything we saw? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, Bad Batch should be interesting. I, I The trailer, I thought the trailer was, was good. I mean, I, it's... Depends on what you're comparing it to. I mean, I think we've seen some, <laughs> right. like, Rebels had, had some, like, internet-breaking trailers. This wasn't that. Yes. Um, but, you know, I mean, compared to some of the Resistance trailers, I mean, those didn't tell you anything. So, uh, <laughs> right. it's definitely better than that. Definitely, uh, I am excited for, for this upcoming season of the, of the Bad Batch. And, I, I mean, I'm going to assume that I think that they also were hiding some stuff and didn't want to, you know, show too much. Uh, I feel like this is the kind of show where you know I don't know if how many more people you're gonna get by just saying oh Hansel's in it or you know so I think they're trying to mm-hmm. you know I think yes, there are surprises true. I don't know if we're really gonna see too many of them in a trailer like that so uh, we I feel like we didn't get that many we didn't get that many teases in, in the trailers for some of the stuff that happened in last season so um, so yeah no I think I think the show is what it is I think there will be. A lot of episodes, like you mentioned, those those you know Sid type episodes where it's one and done, you know I, I got a job, you know you gotta you gotta fit you know do a job, but uh, <laughs> right, but you know but then there's you know there's gonna be episodes where maybe they are one offs, but there are episodes that that do connect to the larger Star Wars universe and include incorporate characters that we've seen in the past or introduce new characters that we'll see more of in the future. So. Um, you know, I, I mean, again, I, I, I think, uh, and also whenever you have Dave Filoni involved, you know, again, he's not shy in connecting his stories to other major Star Wars, you know, uh, threads. So, again, I, I think we will will be getting some some big moments, and I'm mean, I'm just excited to see the, the the character development from someone like Omega. You know. Uh, you know, I think you know she's going to be one of the bigger characters to, mm-hmm. to, to 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 watch in terms of growth. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and you know, I'm curious to see what happens with Crosshair long term. Um, mm-hmm. What his role in uh, will be in this season. Um, but yeah, no, it, it you know, I, I again, I thought it was a good trailer, um, and I'm excited for. Uh, for for the season debut next you know next month yeah yeah i mean it's i thought it was a decent trailer i agree it definitely wasn't like the kind of internet breaking trailer uh that that we sometimes get from the star wars animated shows but but it was good 
I thought it was, I thought it was solid. I'm looking forward to, like you said, some of those storylines. Uh, you know, seeing Omega's growth, seeing Crosshair's character development. Um, so all of that will be interesting to see. Um, and again, happy we're getting two episodes on the fourth, so that's pretty cool. So, so two episode drop, so we can watch a couple episodes. Um, honestly, from that kind of tells me maybe not much happens in one of those episodes. Like maybe one is kind of just a throwaway a little bit. Maybe, hopefully not. But I mean, that's it's <laughs> kind of what uh what I may be thinking. Or maybe they know it goes a little slow. So I'm like, let's let's just give them both of these episodes. Um, but yeah, so that's coming soon. So again, you guys, we'll be talking about that. So look forward to that. Um, and last but not least, I do want us to talk a little bit about Andor. So Andor came out. All the episodes are out. I will say this right now. If you have not seen Andor, well, first of all, um, spoilers, I guess, just, you know, we're going to talk about the show. So spoilers. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it, you can just cut the podcast right here. That's the last thing we're going to talk about. Um, uh, and then when you finish watching it, come back to the show. But, um, but yeah, so Andor, this, I'll say this right now. Again, if you haven't seen the show, go watch it. It's really good. Andor is really good. Andor is a really good show. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people say it's their favorite uh, um, streaming show. A lot of people say it's their favorite Disney Star Wars thing. Um, which I've, I've been saying this as the show was going on. And, I'll, I, and I will continue to say this. If Rogue One was your favorite Star Wars thing... This is probably going to be your other favorite Star Wars thing. It definitely kind of had the same feel, a lot of the same kind of tone, like you know, kind of a continuation uh, of that. Though not, of course, continuing the story, but uh, it's a prequel to that. But still, you know, definitely the same vibe. So, um, yeah, Andor is really good. Andor was really good. Diego Luna killed every episode. He's fantastic. Um, Man, the story in all these episodes. Um, Andy Serkis's character was great. Kino Loy. Kino Loy, man. He's another legend. Now he's another Star Wars legend. Everybody's saying, where's Kino Loy? He better have survived. Um, he can't swim. No, nah, he can't swim, but I don't know. You can you know, <laughs> get on somebody's back. I don't know. Something. He's still running the base. Something. But, you know, but man, he's such a good character. Um, um, oh boy. And then you got, um, um, man, Kendall, what's his name? The guy that, that, uh, was recruiting Andor. I don't know why his name is escaping me right now. Uh, it starts with an L. Is it Luther something? Um, you're talking oh, about, oh, Luther. Uh, there we go. Um, what did you say? Luther. Luthen, yeah, yeah Luthen Rail. Luther. <laughs> yeah, it was like definitely not Luther. Um, yeah, Luthen Rail. Oh man, Luthen was he was great in this show. Um, oh man, this I mean, this is just and it's so and his like his like his like kind of like monologue to that ISB guy. Well, that's oh, like when the guy was trying to leave. Yeah, that might be a, like a top ten Star Wars moment for me, in terms of like, especially especially for this like Rebels Empire era, definitely a top ten Star Wars moment for me. 
because it just encapsulates. It so perfectly encapsulates, um, like the sacrifice from these rebels, right? Like yeah. they're, like they're not, like they are soldiers. Like they're not. They're giving up a lot to do this. They're giving up their lives to do this. Yeah. So it is like, man. Um, it's so well written. It is so 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 well written. Um, you know, uh, was it Tony Gilroy? Man, he he just killed it. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. This is this is. This is definitely top shelf Star Wars. Um, you know the journey that Andor goes through from the from the thing with the eye on the planet when he's just trying to just do that job for Luthen. You know, just get that gold out or the or those or those those like credits out, and from that to that to him getting randomly arrested. And sent to that prison base, and then to him, and then to towards the end with that rebellion at the end. Oh my goodness, it was just so good. But Kenno, what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts on Andor? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I mean, I thought Andor was really good. I think, you know, the it was, it's so different. You know what I mean from everything else that we've seen. It's not traditional star wars and yes. so if you're if, if you're just going in and you, you want lightsaber battles and callbacks and nostalgia this is definitely not the show absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> I would say go watch go watch obi-wan or uh you know even maybe even a little bit mandalorian but but definitely not andor andor is very complex uh it's very deep but it's different uh, and like you said, Rogue One would definitely be the closest thing. If you enjoyed Rogue One, you're definitely going to enjoy Andor. Um, you know, what's fascinating is when you watch the first episode, you know, let's say like you're somebody that watched Rogue One and then you watch the first episode, you're like, this is the same guy. You know, this is Cassian Andor. He seems a little, a little cutthroat. You know, he's killing, killing people. <laughs> uh, you know, this guy's supposed to be a hero. But um, but but that, that's that's sort of the journey that we're on in this show. You know, by the end, you know, by the last episode, he 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 looks a lot more like the Cassian Andor that we see in Rogue One. Um, and I assume that when we get uh, season two, which I believe this is supposed to be the last season, uh, when we get season two, uh, we will be getting, you know, that development into really the, the full maturation into that guy that we saw in Rogue One. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I thought that was an excellent way in which they, they portrayed that. Um, some excellent, excellent moments. Uh, you know, the Kino Aloy episode, uh, you know, where the, the breakout episode uh, I thought was terrific. Um, Andy Serkis uh, was excellent in that role. Um, yes. You know, I thought the 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 Marva speech uh, at the end. I, I read apparently that uh, she was supposed to say "f the empire," but Dizzy wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't let that uh, wouldn't <laughs> let that slide. But uh, but still, that was that was a great moment. Um, 
You know, I mean, shout out to Forrest Whitaker, Saul Guerrero. He definitely leaned into the crazy Saul Guerrero. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like even more so than he was in Rogue One. This guy was just <laughs> off his rocker. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, Forrest Whitaker uh, did another good job as, as, as Saul Guerrero. Um, you know, I mean, again, I just I, I overall I thought this was a really good show. Um I you know, I mean also shout out to uh whatchamacallit? Shout out to Mon Mothma. Yeah, uh, Mon yeah, Genevieve O'Reilly. Yeah, oh, I mean very, very, very good performance. She's played Mon Mothma a couple times already, but this is the most backstory that she's been given, the most uh the the probably the biggest role she's had. Um as Mon Mothma and I thought she she certainly delivered um and you know again just some of the inner workings and politics of the rebellion and the empire and uh everything that goes into that I, I thought they handled it really well uh mm-hmm. you know again it's a show you gotta really sit down and pay attention it's not something you can like you know shut your brain off and just want to you know Obi-Wan, you can kind of do that with for a, to a degree, but <laughs> you know, this one, you got to lock in. and, and uh, But if you do, it's, it, it'll be a treat for sure. Absolutely. And also, shout out to um, Cyril Karn as well. Um, his storyline was crazy. He ended up home with his, mo- with his mother. Um, yeah. And then ended up, <laughs> ended up right back where he started on the planet. I mean, it's very interesting. Um, so curious. And Deidre Miro as well in, in ISB and her storyline um, where you're kind of rooting for her, but you're also kind of rooting against her, especially towards the end. It's very, just very interesting. It's just, it was just really, really, really well done. Just all around, very well done. Um, yeah. I just I I'm very excited for season two. What is that? Is that coming out this coming year also, or is that coming out like 2024? The word is 2024. 2024. Yes. Okay. All right. I mean that makes sense. I mean yeah. I mean they can take their time. You know we got other stuff coming out anyway, but still this is this is really high quality stuff. Very high quality t- television. Um, and. This is a definitely a high point for this Disney Star Wars era of content for sure. Similar to how I felt after Rogue One. Like I said, you know, <laughs> if this is the kind of stuff you like from this era, then you're gonna like you're definitely gonna like this show. Um, but I think that will do it for this um show. Um don't want to take up too much time. Um I am getting through more high republic content. Uh, I may talk about that during our next show because we're getting more into this phase. It's very interesting. This this phase of the High Republic, the whole High Republic. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's really good. You will not regret it. If if Jedi stuff is is your thing, um, you will not regret it because it's mostly like Jedi stuff. <laughs> so definitely check out the High Republic. Um, it's really really good. So I may ch- I may talk about that in some of our next show. Um, 
we may have even seen the Bad Batch by the time we record our next show as well, because that, by that time all the holidays will kind of be done. Uh, so, so we'll be you, you definitely look forward to that. Look forward to us talking about the Bad Batch, and uh, yeah, we'll be just keeping an eye out for more Star Wars news. So as always, thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Everything you will do, just make the world be with you. Don't be that alone.